You're listening to Happy and Holy, the podcast created to help you reorient your life around Jesus, His people, and His mission. Because you don't have a spiritual life, your life is spiritual. You just have to learn to see it that way. I'm your host and mentor, Kate Boyd, and it's time to put on our Jesus goggles and dive in to today's episode. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Happy and Holy. I'm really glad that you're back. Um, And today we are going to talk about something that I call the discipleship pyramid. Why a pyramid? (laughs) Well, I thought about a cycle um, and I thought about, you know, a funnel or a roadmap or steps. But the reality is that in our lives, we go through different phases and it's more like everything builds on top of each other, right? And so I chose pyramid to talk about this particular concept, and we'll talk about the layers of the pyramid in a minute, but I did that because I wanted um, to sort of communicate how, you know, there's a foundation and then we have to build up, right? I, it sort of felt to me kind of like if you've ever seen the hierarchy of needs, right, you've got sort of like the general well-being and then you move all the way up right to like the self-actualization but you can't have that without having gone through the other steps and even so you can step back down in different circumstances and so that's kind of what this is like too um so it's really it's i've sort of broken it down into three phases um but you will be all three right um even at the same time. And there will be times when you are in the top level and there are times when you're back into the bottom level and all of that is okay because circumstances and life, right, um, all of these things, our our spiritual lives are ever evolving. It's a living thing, right? Um, It is its own animal. And so sometimes we get kind of, caught up in feeling like we're not staying at the same level that we were and we have to like work ourselves through that. And sure, I think there are times when that's absolutely valid. But I also just wanted you to know that there are times when you're going to feel like you need to step back because you need to get some things together for yourself and not for other people, right? And so you've got to be okay with that too. So you'll go through these phases and you'll go up and down in varying degrees your entire life, and it's all okay. All of the phases are okay. It is always okay to be where you are, okay? And they absolutely build on one another, like I said. So you will walk through them in order, and then, you know, as you come back, you'll be coming backwards through them and forwards through them. Um And so all of these are really built, like the foundation is Jesus, of course, right? That is what we're here for. Our spiritual lives is what we're we're doing or making our lives spiritual is really the goal. And so when you look at these phases, um, these steps, these pieces of the pyramid, um, which I know sounds very vague because I haven't told you anything about said pyramid just yet, but I promise it makes sense. So let's talk about the pyramid, right? Um, You know, as you go through and you're doing these like progressive movements um, in your life, in your discipleship journey, 
you're going to find yourself in different phases at different times. And you can probably even look back at your life and see how these fit, right? And so even see right now maybe where you are as we go through. So the bottom layer is seeker. When you're a seeker, you are like a lot of the people that Jesus met in his life, right? The people who were curious, who heard about Jesus and they wanted to come find him. The people who asked questions of him in public spaces. The people who reached out to him for healing physically. These are all seekers, right? They sought out Jesus or Jesus found them um, and they were curious or they asked for healing, right? You'll actually find that he didn't really heal much without consent. <laughs> he didn't just walk up to people and be like, be healed. They they needed that. They needed the faith, right? And so a seeker is that curious person. Um, and this is sort of where we are when we come to faith. This is where we are before we come to faith. So you can absolutely be in a discipleship process before you're even a Christian, 100%. There's a ton of people that are like that. Um, I even think of, you know, stories from time, my time, you know, off and on overseas where you hear of Muslims coming to faith through dreams, but they had the dreams because they were curious and there wasn't anyone in their life who could tell them more about Jesus the way that we know Jesus. And so that faith then resulted, you know, God answered that with the dream. And so those were seekers, right? It's, it, these are all stat, statures um, of the heart and they show themselves in actions like everything does, but we want to, we want to be sure that we're progressing eventually. Right. So there's a lot of people who sort of say and stay in this seeker thing, right? They're curious about Jesus. They like Jesus. Um, maybe they don't like Christianity or they don't like Christians or whatever, but they maybe want to learn a little bit more about Jesus or they don't mind talking about him or they've got a few back pocket quotes about him or they're genuinely curious and they're looking to take another step, right? Maybe there's something that brought them to this place. Like they, um, you know, are suffering and somebody was like, man, if I didn't have Jesus in my life, I don't know how I would be handling that. And they're like, ooh, so tell me about this Jesus then, Right. Or even when Jesus is like, or no, it's in First Peter or one of the Peters, you know, he says, give them, be ready for an answer for the hope that is within you. So we can provoke people to become seekers by the way that we live our lives through the hope that we have. So a seeker is very much a person in that stage who is just curious, right? They're exploring. They maybe are just now encountering Jesus or when they hear Jesus, they don't turn off their brains. And you'll see too, like there are a lot of people who have bad spiritual experiences. Um, and so when someone says Jesus, it's a red flag to them and it can be sort of a harder thing. So they're not really in a seeker place, right? They're not seeking to move forward. Um, but a seeker is sort of looking at exploring who Jesus is and what that could mean for them. And then after seeker, you move to student. And this is where a lot of people set up camp. 
right? And this is very, very um, normal after, say, the Enlightenment and the Protestant Reformation. Like, it became about us learning. It became about us holding on to, like, being able to articulate and speak, right, our faith and read about it and learn about it. And you probably hear about apologetics, right? Like, how do we tell other people about this? Or how do we deal with things in the culture? Um, and and being a student is great, right? I, look, if I could be a student forever and ever, if I could just learn, if I could get paid to learn, and if you know how to do that, please tell me. I would love to know. Um, if you could get paid, if I could get paid to learn, I 100% would. That's like dream job, student forever. So student is a good place to be, and it's healthy. It's healthy to learn about things. Um, and so you need to take those things in. So this is where you're really like digesting the Bible and maybe you're listening to a lot of podcasts and maybe you're going to conferences and you're going to church and you're learning from your Sunday school or Bible fellowship or small group or your pastor. Um, maybe you've got a mentor, right? This is just like in that knowledge soaking in, you're letting it saturate your life um, and you're just taking it in. Um, and so it's really sort of the knowledge piece. So the seeker is like the attitude of curiosity. You're seeking out more information. The student is where you like, okay, you've made a decision that you really kind of want to know more. And so you're going to just take it all in. And this is very, very common. And it's even how a lot of our churches are structured, right? When you want to be baptized, you need to go through the class and you've got to answer the questions. When you want to be a member, you've got to go through the class. You know, your Sunday school and even your sermons are probably around a lot of these student principles. And that's a good thing. We should be learning. So student is very common and it's where a lot of people camp out. But the next layer is disciple. And it's funny because we talk about discipleship. So you think that that's sort of what we're doing and absolutely being a student and absolutely being a seeker is part of that pyramid, right? Those are the foundations that then hold up that discipleship piece. It's the point on the top, <laughs> you know, you don't have the little point. You don't have the point on top without all of that base of being a seeker and a student, like desiring to learn more, desiring to know Jesus and come and seeking him out and seeking out ways to do that and then actually learning from those things. But a disciple takes it another step. Don't just learn, they do, right? This is where that knowledge then gets connected to their life, to their context, to the way that they interact with people and issues and themselves, right? So a disciple is the person who then becomes the learner or or takes that learning and and puts it out like allows it to actually affect the way that they do things in their life. And so it seems like a subtle difference cuz you would think that a student would do that. And a student may actually go around and tell other people about the things that they know. And I was a student for a really really long time. Because I, like I said, I am an, I love collecting knowledge. It is my favorite thing. And I cannot learn enough about God or the Bible. Like I am endlessly fascinated. But I had to 
take that to the next step and say, okay, now that I know this, what do I do about it? How, what is that? How does that shape what I believe in how I behave in the world? How does it shape the way I watch that movie? How does it shape the way that I talk to my friends? How does it shape the way that I build my schedule or do my work? Or even, you know, interact at my church or serve other people or be with my friends. A disciple thinks about how those things go and they actually start working that knowledge into their life to where it becomes a part of them. And so you can see you need all of these pieces, right? You have to have all three um, in order to be healthy. You've got, if you didn't seek, then you wouldn't have become a student. If you didn't learn anything, then you wouldn't have been a disciple. But here's the other catch, right? These are not... um, time dependent. These are maturity dependent, right? And I wouldn't even say maturity dependent. A person can be a seeker. Think of someone like Lydia, right, that Paul met, or the woman at the well that Jesus met. They, you know, met Jesus, met Paul, and he he and they were intrigued, right? And they asked questions And then they learned in that interaction. And maybe they didn't learn a ton, but they learned enough, right, to become an actual believer. And what did they do? They immediately took that and took it to other people, right? They took it to their household in the case of Lydia. uh, The woman at the well took it to the whole town. In that moment, they became disciples. And it becomes sort of a cycle, right, because They certainly weren't done learning. They still needed to learn and interact with that. Um, And they still needed to seek those answers and sit there at the feet of Jesus and learn in different ways, right? Whether that's through his word or through the community, through the letters that Paul was writing, you know, in real time back then. So in a way, it's a cycle, right? They were not done learning. So they had to be a student and a disciple at the same time. And in fact, they showed that you could do that right away. It wasn't dependent on how long they had been a believer. So we often look at those things or we feel like there's a level of knowledge that we have to attain before we can act a certain way or lead or talk about certain things. But it's not true. We can then take those things and live those things out as soon as we learn them. So that's sort of the the key here is that these build on each other. The student part of you can be any amount of knowledge and the disciple part of you can be any amount of action, right? Any amount of connecting that to your life, bridging that to different conversations, bridging that to the way that you look and interact, look at life and interact with people. And so while you will go up and down through this pyramid, when you're a disciple, you're a seeker student and disciple, right? When you're a student, you're a seeker and a student. When you're a seeker, you're a seeker, but you're there. And you can even be a seeker and a student before you believe, So, which is really interesting. So you can actually be, you as a disciple can be discipling people um, into faith before they really believe. And often it kind of takes that sometimes, right? They have to learn to interact with that and figure out what it looks like in their life to be a believer, especially say in a place where um, being a believer isn't okay, right? Um, Or if their family is staunchly against it, or if it's not in their culture, like this is a very 
real thing that happens to people. Um, And so when you walk through this pyramid, just know that they're building on each other. They will interact with each other. And it doesn't rely on any amount of time or any amount of knowledge to be a disciple, to be living things out and to be sharing them with other people. So when you think about where you are, I'd love to hear um, come on over to Instagram and tell me or hit me up in my in email and let me know if you're a seeker, a student, or a disciple. Um, and no judgment around that, right? Um, because like I said, we need to be through, we need to walk through all of those things and we need to figure out what that means for us. Um, and I just want to encourage you that wherever you are in your journey, you can bump up to the next stage. There is no minimum threshold, right, (laughs) of time or knowledge that gets you to the next place. So always be seeking to become a disciple, but know that there are times when you need to step back a little and interact with things in a different way, and that's okay. Um, But you shouldn't feel like you are disqualified from being in that disciple phase for any reason. Um, so please let me know where you are and what you think of this. And even if you check out the show notes on my blog um, or even go to Instagram, I will have a, a picture of the pyramid so you can see what I need. Um, but I would love to hear which stage of it you are at. And that's it for today. I just wanted to encourage you to explore and think through where you are so that you can push on and push forward to the next level. So thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Happy and Holy. If you are so inclined, you can leave a review on your favorite podcast player to help more people find and learn alongside the book.